Well, good morning. I just thought I'd share. Um, <clears throat> accidentally, uh, didn't expect to be proving it so quickly. I mentioned this before. Um, James Joyce. And uh, I do believe that he was writing Finnegan's Wake um, in the same style that uh, Jung was writing his Red Book, even though Jung said that uh, he didn't have the, the ability. I think he succeeded in producing something very similar to uh, Nietzsche's Zarathustra. And as, um, as I believe Jung said, to produce something that can be read for decades to come, as, as Nietzsche's Zarathustra and as um, Joyce's uh, Finnegan's Wake, I think, is really yet to be read in that same sort of way. Certainly Ulysses. So what I've been looking at, right, I've told you there's a few things that I've discovered for myself to be true, that, uh, right, not... Um, not agreed with as of yet. It's not common knowledge. Um, some of it is uh, Nietzsche's villain marked, um, his uh, Amorfati, his eternal return, and most of these seem well known to the scholar, but to the lay person, not so much. But the thing that I came across that I've had a hard time proving is my belief of. Uh, the importance of metempsychosis in James Joyce's work, because it uh, speaks to his um, his love and maybe uh, influence or vice versa of the uh, the Indian philosophy. So, long story short, metempsychosis: this idea of a uh, a transformation of the self. Right in the book Ulysses, uh, when they first discuss it, chapter four, um, a transmigration of souls. Uh, he said reincarnation, <clears throat> but in chapter eight, he mispronounces it and says metempsychosis. What's interesting is if you look at the actual Greek, because remember Joyce and his, his language. If you look at the Greek, it's very specifically chosen. And I haven't found any reference to right, metempsychosis as the transformation. It's a growth of the self. The metempsychosis would be more of a stagnation or the freezing of the self or even just the attachment to self in, in the Buddhist or um, Vedantin sort of way. Now, I did come across it because in... Uh, Joseph Campbell's work, he talks about catharsis in the exact same way. Catharsis, this uh, this ability to transform, right? So transforming the self, again, uh, Joseph Campbell understanding uh, Indian philosophy better than most, thanks to Heinrich Zimmer, Tatfemasi, I am that. I am already complete, right? Pratityasamudpada, that's interdependent origination, but also this idea of being a whole, right? Wholeness, integritas. 
But how do we achieve this wholeness, this integritas? Well, via catharsis. Catharsis, as he says, is meant to inspire pity or terror uh, to transform the self, which is metempsychosis. So mentioned in two works of Joseph Campbell, I think this makes the case that Joyce absolutely did write metempsychosis in Ulysses with the idea of the metempicosis being the opposite, because, again, black and white, uh, Shim and Sean, uh, the yin and yang that's present throughout his work, why wouldn't he have the, the opposite of metempsychosis? Uh, that would be metempicosis. I like, because it even plays on the, it sounds like a pike uh, uh, being hoisted on a petard or, or to be burned at the stake. But very clearly, Greek pycosis, right? To uh, coalesce as opposed to the metempsychosis, right? To understand that the psyche, if you remember, goes back to the breath in uh, Homer and has even transferred uh, into Buddhism in the modern day this idea of uh, pranayam that's come down from India uh, to, uh, to the Asian Buddhism where breath and uh, life force uh, being uh, synonyms. And then we can see this going back to the Greek, right? Again, these circles. But metempsychosis, this transmigration, right? So this is the growth of the, the uh, wholeness growing towards fullness, wholeness, uh, completeness, connection, interconnectedness, openness to completeness, to wholeness. So the opposite being metempicosis, right? catharsis being not just a release of tension, but one that produces uh, a growth. Uh, and this is why I relate it back to trauma, because... Uh, a trauma without catharsis is attachment, which is pain and suffering and holds us back. It is pycosis. It is uh, preventing us from, from transmigrating. As, uh, I'm sorry, it's funny because it relates to uh, Nietzsche's um, uh, transvaluation, this idea of, right... Uh, something transpersonal, something transhuman, something trans... I mean, I call it extrasensory because of its uh, metaphysical roots, but this isn't that much different if we look at it from... Oh, geez, circles, as Nietzsche likes to say, not in the sense that some people see it, but this idea that, I mean, we're all getting at the same point here, just with different verbs, as it were. But I'll leave it at that. Um, so as I said, uh, two works of Joseph Campbell, um, Thou Art That, um, and his uh, Inner Worlds, which is what, Inner, hold on here, let me look up. Inner Reaches of Outer Space, Metaphor as Myth and Religion and his Thou Art That, Transform Religious Metaphor. 
in both of those. And again, I haven't gone through his entire Finnegan's Wake to see if he makes any mention. Uh, I guess I could go back through his Ulysses, but I, I've checked it more than once now. Um, yeah, no, I have gone through the, uh, the skeleton key for Ulysses, and there's no mention to uh, the metempycosis uh, as being relevant to this uh, right uh, opposite affair that is uh, present throughout Joyce's work. But yeah, so at that, I thought uh, I would just leave. Uh, <sighs> it's amazing. It's that lesson that we should all need to learn is uh, black and white, uh, yin and yang. It's the Dunning-Kruger. It's not simply uh, that uh, the inverse is true, your confidence to your skill, right? And, and this is what one of those courses I was listening to explained Dunning-Kruger exactly the way I said that the real insight is not found. He talked about how someone new to something finds themselves being overconfident in their skill but that is the same. It's the exact same for an expert. The expert finds himself overconfident in their skill because, again, they, they assume they are the expert. But again, as C.S. Pierce said, number one rule of logic is doubt. So how do you know you're on the right task? It's by doubting, and particularly your own you know, ideas, your own hypotheses, uh, to keep yourself grounded keep yourself questioning your, you know, your ideas. But, as I said before, I uh, can't remember who said it at this point, but uh, only uh, tested faith is of value. And it's the same about truths, right? The only truths that we hold are those that have been tested. Otherwise, their value is arbitrary.